Welcome to Do A Blessing CNS Church London's podcast, sharing the good news weekly. We hope you are blessed by today's message. This couple of weeks is very challenging for me as a person from work and things like that. So I'm not exempt be up, be, <laughs> be here. I'm here in Jesus' name. Amen. So, you know. There are days where I have to work 14 hours, and 14 hours won't stop. And so it's just a bit. So you know, if I should have called somebody, I should have spoken to God in this but it was just, I am just here with God and we thank God for everything. So bear with me that time, you know, you are speaking to I might not be totally <laughs> with you. But God is our strength. Yeah. Amen. Um, I just want to just have a couple of things that was. Is that please the the services the the revival we would have it at 8 p.m. here on Friday, the Saturday will be on Zoom, and the Sunday at seven, and on Sunday will be will be the normal service, but we will be made aware even more. It, it will be repeated also. Um, last week there was a prayer that God said we should do praying to water and um, praying over people with water. And please, if you are not here and you want to partake, please let me know. Um, God help us in the name of Jesus Christ. We are talking about capturing the heart. It's been on my mind to talk about biblical thinking. However, I felt that it, it is in my not, you know, uh, as God also gives me grace also, is to understand that talking about biblical thinking, processing your mind through scriptures, it is, it might not be okay to start off from there. Rather than first of all, understanding what the Bible says about the human heart. And the scripture, opening scriptures is Proverbs 20, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. It says, be careful how you think. Your life is shaped by it. Another translation will say, guard your hearts with all diligence. That means with everything. Because it will determine your, your life. Now, the problem is going to be is that when the Bible says guard your heart, it's actually saying that your heart is vulnerable. You need to provide guards for it. The Bible now, I'm not transition would not say, would not even say that. He said, guard it with all diligence. That means on transition will say, watch over your heart. That means that you are. You need to be watchful. Look at your heart. Consider it. But the problem now, one of the challenges in that scenario is that you cannot guard what you don't know. Or you cannot provide accurate protection for what you do not know. We have about the, for those who are familiar with, I know we are not on Nigeria, but you know, for those who are familiar with what is happening in Nigeria, there is, um, there was a prison break 
where the terrorists were parted away from a prison called Puji, Puji, um, Puji Prison. Amen. Where prison called, a prison called Puji. Now, one of the things that, so I don't know if you can slide this in the picture, um, you know, this um, the, is it okay? Okay, now, what I'm saying is, at the first instance, something that is wrong, that led to that break, or that made that break possible, is stated even on their website. It is a medium security prison. It is not a maximum security prison. You do not keep terrorists in a medium security prison. Aside from the first of all, all the, uh, the abusers and people that they allow them to go. No, no, no. See, this is why the judge is looking for. You have to find a critical thing of what is going on. The prison became a dumping ground because of its closeness to the to the um, to, to courts. So judges were easy to just just to put them to jail prison and bring them back the next day. So that has just been an habit. So Kujay became a, a, a dumping ground. Now I'm coming explaining this to a point so that we can get what I'm trying to say. That because they did not do a risk assessment where saying there's anything like that, but. They did not do a prison assessment where they put prisoners, people who are supposed to be getting high in maximum prison. In this country, you have grades of prisons. You have A, B, and things like that. So it is not everybody that they put in different prisons. In fact, some other countries, they have what they call open prison. So basically, the prison has no walls. But for you to identify who is kept where, you must know well who is supposed to be guarded. So also, you cannot provide accurate guard to your heart, except you understand what your heart is made of. Does that make sense to us? God grant us grace in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 17. And I want us to please read, you will read the Bible. There is something people, they, some, I to my God, they call it, um, is it ah, I forgot, um, Edo, um, reading yourself into the Bible, versus allowing the Bible to read, there's a particular term. Endogesis and that things. Basically, what they're saying is that, People, rather than reading the Bible, you are reading yourself into the Bible. So what we are trying to do now is to read the Bible. So the Bible says, the human act is the most deceitful of all things. It is desperately wicked. Who really knows how bad it is? Please note, the Bible did not say some human. The Bible says as long as you are a human being, this is the condition of your heart. Irrespective of who you think you are. 
Because at times when people read this thing, they read it about people. So you are reading yourself into scriptures. Why the Bible is not giving a, a corner for you to hide. It says, the human heart is most deceitful. At times what people think about when the Bible talks about deceitful is because that person is deceitful. No, no, that's not what the Bible is saying. It's not saying the we are reading the Bible. It did not say the man, the woman is most deceitful. No. It said a particular organ in a human is most deceitful. It now said, who can really know how bad it is? That means that, and you will get there, you will be surprised the capability of your heart. But because it has not been put in certain environments, you do not know how capable your heart is. Somebody that says, I know myself, I can never do certain things because you have not read scriptures. So this is not a reading to say, oh, your heart is evil. No, that's what the Bible says. The Bible says, a human heart Except you are not a human being, then you can exclude yourself. Before he said it is desperately wicked, he said it is deceitful. And we'll be looking at people in scriptures who, when they discover their hearts, they run to God and say, Ah, God, there is problem. But why is it? The Bible said, for I, the Lord, search the heart. So God himself, go. He has to do searching <laughs> to be able to discover what is wrong. The human heart is so complex that it takes God himself to do searching on it. He said to examine the secret motive. And this is a very serious issue that people have. We are going to talk about. The Bible never, one of these things that makes it difficult, the Bible did not say, examine people's motives. Jesus said, judge the fruit. Basically, you say, ah, no, you don't know my heart. The Bible did not give me the opportunity to say I should know your heart. That's not scripture. Scripture says if somebody does something, you judge them based on what they do. Not, not uh, people's heart are different. No, that's not scripture. I understand those things sound good, but when you read through scripture, the Bible never gave people opportunity to judge it because you cannot see it. Because, ah, you know, that is why, you know, maybe Okadisha says that um, I don't have best to put it. You know, maybe he says that, you know, everybody should come to his house at one o'clock. And people that don't come to us, say, ah, you, know, you don't know my mind. I want to come. And what will happen? You begin to judge people differently. And you ask people. That's why the Bible did not give you the opportunity to judge people's motive. You tell them, I, I am sorry, I believe that is your motive, but this is what I am judging. When you begin to go to places where the Holy Spirit and God has not given you the opportunity, say, ah, I know that person's heart. That's what scriptures. That's why when you read all two scriptures, the Bible will always give exclusive judgment of motive to God. Just wanted to go with that by the side. Amen. Amen. 
So the Bible says here that the Bible says it says it says it says but and the wonders. And now he, let's look at another translation, please. Good news. The Bible says the who, who can understand the human heart. There is nothing else so deceitful. It is too sick to be healed. Now, um, except you accept at that point that me, Father Adidichi, I have the same potentials as Hitler. I'm telling you the truth. That is how the Bible sees it. When Hitler was a baby, nobody knew the potential of that heart. See, even in Nigeria, all those bad leaders that you call bad leaders today, they at one time gave their life to South Africa. Whether you support Tinubu or you support Tinubu, there was a time when he ran out of the nation for his life because he was fighting for freedom in that country. But what happened to their heart? When a human being does not understand the capability of your heart, you will not guard it accurately. You will assume my heart is okay. So, as we read on, you know, Amen. God help us in Jesus' name. Was saying in Isaiah that it is even possible for people to be so religious and ignore that their heart has a possibility to bring them down. Isaiah chapter 29, verse 13. The Bible says, The Lord, the Lord says, These people have come near me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. He said that worship is based on mere human rules. That means that they have perfected the heart in such a way that they can be under present in their own heart. They are connected to God, but the heart inside it, they have not taken time to look at the possibilities of this heart. See, somebody called me during the week. And the person was sharing with me how God has blessed them so much since they joined the church. And they said, that their former church is doing something, but they don't want to go. I said, I'm going to go. And the person said that, you know, I, uh, I can't even imagine myself back to that place. Because <coughs> how much God has done for me. He said, the leaders in that place and things like that. I'm telling, I'm telling this to, to point out something to you. 
after I always finished the conversation, we had a chat. When I caught the call, everyone is my agent. I went outside, I began to call on God. Because I know my heart also could also become that one. Say, God, thank you for what you are doing. But if you don't set a guard over this heart, you know it will fail. I was out for about 18 weeks, calling on God, praying as if you would think that that conversation should have been, say, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, no. It is the fact that I can see that somebody else has. I said, ah, God, <laughs> I need help. It is a man that does not understand the potentials of his heart. That will say, oh, you know, I can never do those kind of things. Uh, are we together? And the greatest part to even be in is that people who are, uh, let's see it, 2 Timothy chapter 3, chapter, uh, chapter 3, verse 13. The Bible says, evil persons and imposters keep on going from bad to worse, deceiving others. Why they themselves that they think that they are doing something bad? They are actually in deception. So the person thinking is doing something bad. That person themselves is even in deception. Why? Because they do not understand the ability of their heart. You know, David was one person. Ah, David got after David, the man of God, the man that was following God, the man that the man that 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 loved even animals. David did not realize the day his heart brought him, and the same David killed Uriah and went home to sleep. What happened to that man who was always hearing God? Who could sleep in the temple? Who God even says, I have seen a man whose heart is after my heart. And David ended up killing, committing murder. No wonder David prayed the prayer. Search my heart, God. Find the things that I don't even know that are already there. I can imagine David saying, no, 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 you know, me, I, have, I am so good with God, you know, we are, we are, we are, we are, we are, we are, we are blessed. People see us, ah, David is, ah, David is powerful. Oh, David is anointed. Not knowing that same David would count a cause. The David that defended the people of Israel that went to battle against Goliath on behalf of the children of, of, of Israel and the families of Israel. Now took one of the most dedicated one among them and slaughtered him. What happened to that heart? David said in Psalm 51, he said, create in me a clean heart. What a good heart. Because take you have to create something. Because if I rely on this one, <laughs> I may think that I am okay. Until something happens. That is when you will know that something else 
is still bound. David never knew that one day he would be classified as a murderer. I am just trying to think to you the picture where the Bible identifies. Because if you don't understand what the Bible says about your heart and my heart, if you are always thinking somebody else has heart problem, then you would have you would you will fall into the same place that you did. Why did David? Why was when when Nathaniel so when um, Prophet uh, Nathan spoke to him? Why did David strip forth his, his clothes? Because David was like, really? Could how did I get here? And at times when you see some men of God, it is because at times when the heart has not been guarded properly. And then when you say, ah, I don't know what I At times, I just laugh. When people complain, that's how I just laugh. Because, <laughs> because at times, the way some of us talk, it is, it is glaring that you have not measured your own heart well. I am not saying people cannot be criticized or judged for when they do wrong. That's what the scriptures are saying. But, Make sure as you are giving judgment, you are constantly saying, hey, you two could head up in this position one day. I was talking to somebody who shared with me um, about the challenge and the fall of a great man of God that I, look, that I really look up to. The person who worked very closely with me, so the person was advising me and things like that. Then a, a, a couple of months later, or whatever it is, I told that person, this is what you said to me. He said, no, you remember? I said, yes. He said, because see, as you were talking to me, heaven is my witness, my heart, I was praying. Because I knew that same thing that had happened to that man can happen to me. So the Bible says, it says they, they have now come into a category where they have So the Bible says, let us first of all, let us see the kind of ardent criminal so that we can look for proper thing to, <laughs> to, to keep it safe. Or else, <laughs> they will come and raid it one day. <laughs> and there will be a jailbreak. And the one thing will not be like Nigeria. What happened? How did it happen? We saw what? We did see what? Amen. Amen. So, you know, and we begin to see this even through scripture. Jesus was talking to the Pharisees in, um, in Matthew 23. He said, he, he said to them, he said, he said um, sorry, he said, woe to you teachers. And laws, and sorry, teachers of the law and the Pharisees, you hypocrites. You clean the outside of the cup and the dish, but the inside are full with, with greed. And you will see all of these things, even as Jesus begins to address this thing. Romans chapter 3, verse 23 says that. The Bible says that 
for all have sinned. If the Bible has said some have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, then you will say that, okay, no, me, I was good from the onset. You can be good, but the Bible is saying you were only able not to carry it out, but the potential is in there. And if you don't deal with that potential, <laughs> one day, the devil will just create that environment for you. Somebody is poor, and they say they are hungry. Then we will find a, 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 an avenue of wealth so that that person can display what is going on. And at times, I was listening to a quote by um, Mike Tyson that came out of prison. And he said, the prison really helped him because it gave him the opportunity to really see himself for who he actually is. But what I'm trying to say is that it's not since that all are fallen shots of the glory of God. And David, that's why when we said in Psalm 51, David screamed that he said, Create in me a new heart. Oh God. Please, in case you don't we did not realize. When he said, oh God, it's like an exclamation. Hey, God, help me, oh, these hearts. <laughs> I did not know. I was playing music. The Holy Spirit came upon the uh, upon uh, Saul. The old place, deliverance was happening. I, I did not know <laughs> that there is still something inside of me. That man that was leading worship, and the whole place was filled with the Holy Spirit. David did not know that there was potential inside that heart that would cause the deaths of the man. So what I did not want to go to, you know, stories. I just want to point, bring out one person in scripture for you to see that, you know, when the Bible is saying the heart of a man is, is deceitful, David himself did not know because the heart was, was plain alone. The heart was plain alone. We are in church to hold you. Praise the Lord. And things like that. Ah, don't worry. Not knowing that the heart was already cleaned and looking for the opportunity to gain expression. And the day when David was let his guard down for once, sat down on top of him. Oh, head of state. And rather David stopping the heart, because once you see. Once the jailbreak begins, the heart begins to begins to go on. It begins to look for next next level, next level, next level, next level. Because how did it come from impregnating a woman? At the end of the day, David had confidence. He could have said, I've done this, is a mistake. But no, the heart doesn't stop there. Because he was only waiting for a time to find expression. That is why it's important. That's why I said before we begin to talk about biblical thinking, I just thought that we need to first of all do an X-ray of our hearts. <laughs> you know, you will see them in scriptures. Saul, Saul was a good boy. Until when power came. 
That is when he discovered <laughs> that although the Holy Spirit came upon him, the heart was still vanished. Oh, have you, have you forgotten about Judas? Judas healed the sick. Judas was a long man. But the heart was there. He did not deal with the issue of the heart. The day he got, he was going to come out, he saw the same Christ that he had called Lord. God grant us grace in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, the, the, if we don't first of all come to that level of understanding, then if you are, you might have been in church for a long time, but you have not actually met Christ because there is certain things that Christ would, the first thing that Christ confronts is the position of the human and if you are of the opinion that my heart is okay, then you have actually mistaken. I'm not saying that you have not had experience of it. We explained David. We explained that you know, David was doing a lot of things for God. But until David now said, God, you know, please create this heart. <laughs> you need to help me with it. I thought I knew. <laughs> but I now discovered that, ah, hmm. <laughs> Sorry, but this is the understand you. God help us in Jesus' name. Yeah. That means that you are, you are, you didn't know that the street was still in you. So by the time it's, ah, no, no, we will just, ah, just arrange you, arrange you. We might do these things. The things that you know. I mean, I people will say that, ah, hey, please, remove the J out of it. Now, this is you know, some people say that Jesus will never do this kind of thing. Say, ah, I'm not that my mother's name is Maria. No, my mother's name is not Maria. That means I guess God help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, Matthew chapter uh, Luke, sorry, Luke chapter five. Jesus now came and said, Jesus answered them, the healthy people do not need a doctor. The sick people do. I have not called those who think they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners and need to repent. Let's read the translation, please. The message said, I have you Jesus heard about it and spoke up. Who needs a doctor? The healthy or the sick? I am invited. I am here inviting outsiders, not insiders, an invitation to change to a changed life and change inside out. So, if you think, and please, this is not a, a question of uh, you know, uh, you know, some of them say, "I know," but they say, "No, you, you still don't agree because you still think that your heart still has some potentials in there." Of, of doing good, you can still scale through. But you have to say that there are people who know and understand that this heart has a problem is the one that I'm looking for. And he said the change is inside out. The problem he had with the Pharisees was that they were changing outside him. At times, there was someone that 
they were trying to deal with, that was an issue that they were trying to deal with. Somebody who is gifted and who is, um, you know, God has blessed the person. And the person was committing adultery. And it was, it was really a messy story. So when I was invited into the conversation, there was a pastor that is watching me, Lord, that we can share also. So I said, what have we been doing so far to help this man? And he said, well, you know, I have called him and I have spoken to him. I said, you know what? You have grace. We know that God has called you into ministry. Why don't you start a church and we can support you? And I said, how is that possible? He said, no, if his mind is into the things of God, he will not be able to do that. I said, ah. <laughs> I love an Ojolungo. Sorry for this, you don't understand. Somebody's committing adultery. Now it is taught for them to start so that they can, they can, they can fear God. But that is what we do. Ah, let that person be doing service in church. They will change. No, no, no. Jesus said, no, that is the wrong approach. Because you have not dealt with the issue, you have only introduced them into religion. So by the time this person, and one day, one day, you just say, oh, no, I don't care about this thing. I'm just... Why? Because you never dealt with the issue. The only thing is that you, you engage their flesh. And they are doing activities and activities and activities. Whereas the flesh is still alive. I said, yes, sir. Ah. <laughs> yes, sir that, is, that is wrong. I'm so sorry, sir. You know more than me when it comes to ministry. But I don't think that the solution to this man's problem is a ministry. Forget about what God, forget about vision said that he has to start the church. You see, even in the Bible, God anointed David by Samuel. He took another, um, is it a couple of, I don't know how many years, seven or seven or, yeah, it's, it's somewhere than five, I know, um, or, or seven years before, before he eventually sat. On the throne. Is it 13 years? Yeah, 13 years, thank you, but 13 years before he sat on the throne. So, because God has called somebody to ministry now, does not mean that is not spiritual. So, I said, Sir, you are going to destroy this one. Right? Maybe you are going to be end up being common <laughs> on the regular church. That's all that's all and that's what we do. There are so many things that we do. Ah, oh no, when you put them, they would, they would, no, no, no. I'm not saying that is not good. But don't make that the only thing. Find a way that which the heart itself will touch. Because or else, it will come to what Jesus is saying. That they are following me with their mouth, but their heart is far away. God grant us grace in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh God. Um, 
I can remember there was a guy that used to do a riyah a lot. And the day I knew that he, he, he would first of all drink paraga and you know, all this combination for <laughs> let us call it Kronape, uh, what is the English version of Vitamin Cocktail. Cocktail, yes. Cocktail. But in Nigeria, but also come from Nigeria, right? It is uh, it is it is cocktail but cocktail in don't try it. Too. <laughs> We're talking about lean. That's spirit. It's spirit. Yeah, it's it's spirit gene would wear. And we saw yes, I try to say it. I didn't know that that was what was going The guy would hold the microphone like this. Hey! <laughs> the whole place would be made, would be shaking. He will not go afterwards, he will not say, give me the mic, he will put the mic stand, he will not go on Akoba. He will be playing Akoba to the extent that the hands begin to spring with blood. He will say, ah, yes, yeah, spirit of God. <laughs> so, they said they should stop. Uh, because ah, <laughs> they need to work out all those. Uh, <laughs> God help us in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So as we get closer to this, I hope you know, we, 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 we are able to point out what Christ is actually pointing out. So let's just go to that. We might have to go a bit on the top. Ezekiel, that is Ezekiel. Um, yeah, Ezekiel 14. Yeah. The Bible says, Then some leaders of Israel visited me. This is Ezekiel 14. While they were sitting with me, the message came to me from the Lord Son of man, these leaders have set up idols in their hearts. They have embraced things that will make them stumble into sin. Please note that if the way God was saying, the position of their heart, it is only a matter of time if they will sin or not. Do you get what I'm saying? Somebody who is constantly watching Paul, I pray that God, oh God will hold you. He said this is a lie. It's only a matter of time. What I'm trying to say to you is that he says, he says, son of, he said, the leaders have said, he said, they have embraced that things that will, that means they have not yet. Things that will storm the middle. He said, he said, why should I listen to their requests? Let's read okay. He said, tell them. This is what the sovereign Lord says. The people of Israel are set up idols in their hearts and they are falling into sin. Then go, then go and ask the prophet about the message. He said, he said I would, in our sense, he said, I would do this to capture their minds and their hearts and the minds of all my people. Basically, that's why we brought up the word. The, the topic is capturing but before God captured it, he carefully made an illustration that this is what the issue is. Even God himself 
The intention of God is not only that you have a Bible. His mind and his intention is that that Bible will end up in your heart. The intention of God was not to write the laws on a tablet. The reason why God wrote it on the tablet so that they can always go back as a point of reference. But it was so that that tablet could actually become their way of life. So when we go to Jeremiah chapter 31, and God was trying to, he says, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with with the people of Israel, with the people of Judah, I will, it, it will not be like the covenant I made with the ancestors. He said, when, they, when I took them by the hand and led them out of Egypt, that they broke my covenant, though I was an husband to them. So God was saying, the first sister that I wrote it on a, on a tablet, he failed. So let's go on, please. Oh, sorry. The Bible says, this covenant I will make with the people of Israel after, after that time, declares the Lord. I will put the laws in their minds and I will write it on their hearts. God is saying, I have tried writing it on tablets. It did not work. Because you can write it on tablets. If it doesn't reach the hearts, it will fail. So you can if that scripture, the Bible that you are carrying, does not translate to your heart, God knows it will fail. Does this make sense to us? God grant us grace in the name of Jesus Christ. Just because of our time, and I want us to come to the place of prayer is to first of all acknowledge where you are. Me, that's why I said, when I want to come the first thing I want to go, ah, hey, this thing is possible. <laughs> if you do not help me, this heart, it will misbehave. A man that doesn't, people that do not understand that. No, David, even Paul prayed the prayer. Who would take me away from this uh, flesh? Ah, God, I need help. <laughs> but it's amazing how many Christians do not even believe that they need help. That's why they go, ah, you know. Certain things, we cannot do those kind of things. Ah, then we say, yes, we're done. Until the day he now sets up the environment. You now that's not happening. Ah. The problem is that rather than that person running back to God, the heart will immediately spring up another idea. Cover up, cover up yourself. Then he covers up, then till you recover, then you begin, then you will not get to a point that you come back. I was speaking to to, to to a friend at work. 
and she was telling me that the married man basically wrote her to ask her for sex and things like that. So she was saying to me that, oh, but this guy has been persistent. He's been, he's been talking about this for a number of years. And she begins to feel sorry for him. She said, okay. So she said, she said, but he just wants to get, get it out of his system. That's what he just wants to get it out of his system. Once and for all. I said, I guarantee you. Once you start it now, you will never stop. Because the heart is trying to find an expression. Once he takes hold of it, you cannot stop. I said, see, don't try to. He sent his naked picture. I said, tell you, if you send this again, I'll send it to your wife. He said, I said to you, I said, you are being good. Some girls will post it online and tag their wife. I tag their wife. <laughs> God help us in Jesus' name. I said, see, it may look like it's just this opportunity, just this one. Before you know it, at times I think one of the challenges that, and this is what the devil does, you underestimate yourself because you think you know who you are. Until when the devil knows that if I can get you to that position, when you underestimate yourself, then it's okay. So the Bible goes, and so as we come to this point, I just want to just see that the Bible talks about the circumcision of the heart. We're going to go further later when we we'll talk about the bleak of thinking, but I just want to just point us to the point of prayer where the Bible calls something circumcision of the heart. Circumcision is not an easy thing. Especially remember that those that were God that we were talking about were people who were old men who were being asked to circumcise themselves. It was a demarcation by which God showed people that you have left your past. So you would see that in those days when the people, when the soldiers of Israel, before they could go to battle, God would ask them to circumcise themselves. And the Bible said that they would be there for two, three days in pain. So that, that's, so that, so that it can heal. And what am I, why, why are we talking about this is that is that is that the Bible says let's just go to um, just because of, of our time so I know that I'm skipping a couple of um, a couple of scriptures um, Romans chapter 2 verse 29 the Bible says no no a person is a Jew a, a, a person is a Jew who is who is one in body the circumcision is a circumcision of the hearts by the spirit, not by written code. And the question is that when somebody wants to be circumcised, they basically give themselves up 
and they say, I don't mind. It is going to be painful. But I would rather go through it and allow, allow the, 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 the excesses of my heart to be cut off so that I can have a renewal. Let me just show you one scriptures as I bring you to the place of prayer. Exodus. Exodus chapter 20. The Bible says, now God told Moses, Moses, you are going to be a deliverer. Come on, let's go. You are going to, this is what you are going to do. Just like God has spoken to you, some of us, you know, you've, you've been working with God for a long time and things like that. And the Bible says that then Moses obeyed. He took his wife and his sons and he put them on the donkey and sent them back to Egypt. And he took the staff of God in his hand. So he had had an encounter with God. And the Bible says that the Lord said to Moses, when you return to Egypt, see that you perform before Pharaoh all the wonders I have given to you. So I, 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 have, I have given you the power to do so. He said, but I, I will harden his heart so that he would not let the people go. Let's go with this. Then said to Pharaoh, this is what the Lord of Israel says. See, this, is what the, this, this is what the Lord says. Israel is my firstborn. And I told you, let my son go. So that he may worship me, but you refuse to let him go. He said, so I will kill your firstborn. Does that sound powerful? That God, he has all vision of God. God said, tell him I'm going to kill his children. If he doesn't allow my children to go. But when you go to verse 24, the Bible says, lodging on a, lodging on, at a lodging place on the way, the Lord met Moses and was about to kill him. who had great vision. Somebody that God had, had said, ah, this is what you are going to do for me. He now got to a point that it, the person was set because the Bible did not say the devil wanted to kill him. The Bible said God himself sought to kill him. What was the issue? Was at times when people do not understand circumcision of the heart, you will get to a point after when you are working with God that you are confronting himself. And the Bible says in verse 20, let's go read on this. And that is it, but Zephora took a fifth and cut off his son's foreskin and touched Moses' feet with it. Surely you are a bridegroom of my blood, she said. Then the Lord let him alone. Moses felt that all the experiences he had with God, circumcision was not an issue with God. Because God just spoke to him that this is how great I'm going to use you. He did not realize that you cannot walk with him except you are prepared to circumcise yourself. And many of us have gone on the wings 
of I know where God is taking me to. Not knowing that, hey, you are going to come to a path where God will forgo all the visions he has given you. Because he is demanding a circumcision of your heart. People say that God has told me this. I know it can never fail. You are... <laughs> Hey, you are joking. You are joking. Because what God will not do is to bend his will. Moses knew that God required circumcision. But because he felt that God was, was carrying on, things were okay, he did not know that God was hiding that issue of circumcision. The call today is that as you proceed your journey with God, please be prepared to circumcise your heart with God. So that it doesn't become the one that stands against you. Most of the people that we talk about men of God that God is not dealing with, no, it was because God, they were okay when they refused, just like Moses. They took their children and they were okay. There was no circumcision. God has not raised it as an issue. But the day God was going to raise it as an issue, there was no opportunity to say, ah, God, no, oh, no. Things like that. That's how somebody would do some certain things. And because, you know, I shared with us, I am still learning a lot. Everyone knows that. You know, I went to administration. I had a hand I had. Misunderstanding that day, or the other person didn't be before. So I, I, I just went to administration and I went there, did administration and things like that. And the power of God was filled the whole place. I could not finish, before we finished the service, it was so busy. So by the time I got home, it was late. I had to go to bed. So the next morning, I was talking to her. I said, oh, no, 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 ah, forget it. She said, you went to a place and God moved. I said, <laughs> I told her, I said, uh, I said, see, I am not deceived by some things. That God moved is not an approval of me. It's an approval of his name. If you are deceived by that, you will end up like God will God will not end up like Moses. It's been a long time that I did something wrong and I went to a place to, to minister and everything was okay. And I got home that day, I was so single, I was going that that's where I laid it up. And I was telling God, Ah Father, thank you. This place and this and I had God say, if you think that what happened today is a validation of you, then you are then you are, you are good. See the way God talks to me is different. You get what I'm saying? So, he said, You are going to end up in hell when you are going. That was the exact word. You are going to end up in hell. If you think that because people's life is changing, it's an approval of you, since that day, I will never forget. So that I pray for somebody and do get healed. I pray for somebody and things have all, or God is moving in a place. It's not an approval of myself. And I hope that we all learn from that. 
as we walk with God. So that we don't end like Moses, who has heard what God has said, yet the Bible says God sought to kill him. Because prior to Moses thought God was okay with him. Because I see people say, if God had a problem with what I'm doing, why would he do all of this? May God grant us grace. So our prayer is going to be this as we move on next week, God help us. As we begin to see about how do we have we have we have we have broke out our hearts in public. Or maybe your heart is not like that. But the heart, the human heart, as the Bible describes it, that this heart has potentials to do something deadly if something is not if, if it's not met at the place of sacrifice. And if you agree with me, we will come to the place of prayer like David prayed. Creating me, Lord, a clean answer. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon. Have a blessed week.